Welcome to the Say Yes Movement Podcast, where we help you with your personal and professional development, helping you say yes to all the scary stuff. Hey, Heather, how's it going? It's going amazing, John. It's Friday. It's Celebration Fridays. It's my favorite time of the week. Woohoo! I know. Me too. I love Fridays. I was actually out for a walk this morning celebrating Fridays and talking about why it's so important to celebrate. Friday, listen, it's, it's, it's actually what's put me into a much better mood these days, uh, just knowing that I've had wins every week. I don't know about you, but sometimes in the past, at least, I used to go stretches and stretches and stretches of weeks of not really feeling good about myself because I didn't feel like I was making any progress. And Celebration Fridays helped me really recognize what those wins are, and I get to celebrate them. So, yeah, I love Celebration Fridays. How about you? I'm with I'm with you, John. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. I'm totally with you. You know, Celebration Fridays is not just a fun activity; it's actually a process to rewire our brains and our thinking patterns because our brains are really good at finding things that are not working, but not so good at Mm. finding things that are working. So this is a rewire exercise. And why not rewire our brains to do some amazing things like find the things that we want to celebrate. So you know what I'm going to start with, I normally get out and see the sunrise. And then when I'm at the cottage, I get to see the sunset and it's all around the sun. But this week, was a pretty amazing thing. And last night was the blue moon, which is the second full moon mm. in a month. But it was also a blue moon that we're never that we're never going to see again in our lifetime. It will happen again, but not in our lifetime, where it was the closest to the earth. And it was just spectacular to get yeah. out and see it. And if you didn't get out last night, you can still get out and see it tonight. But it's just, there's still a, a little sliver is now missing because it's not quite full, but it's still very close to the earth. And I don't know the power of the moon when you just think of the tides going in and out and how the earth rotates. It's it's all quite magical. So I'm celebrating that. I'm celebrating, you know, just the gratitude that I feel when I see how Mother Nature is just helping the earth become its best version of itself. Even with all of the stuff that we as humans are doing to it, it's still fighting back and it's fighting back in a really good way. So I'm celebrating that. And then I'm celebrating just taking some family time. It's the last week of September. It's time to just enjoy, you know, getting in the pool, getting in the lake before everything gets too cold. So yeah, no, I love it. What are you celebrating? Yeah, no, you know, it's funny. I went out this morning. I, I went up, I went out just before sunrise and uh, the moon was still like full. Actually, I took a photo of it and I'll try to post it as part of this. But the moon was full. So tonight I, I didn't get to see the blue moon yesterday, but I'm going to make sure that I make some time for it tonight just to step out to see it since it's going to be there after sunset. <laughs> so I'm going to take it out. <laughs> right time. Yeah. And if I'm not going to be able to see it in my lifetime again, I don't want to miss out on this opportunity missing it in person versus just seeing it in pictures. Just like seeing Haley's Comet, right? Like it's one of those things that happens every 65 years, right? And uh, we just forget that those things are magical. They only happen once in a lifetime. So you might as well just take the time to appreciate and see it. So I'm going to do that tonight. Uh, Celebrations this week. Actually, there's a couple. And you went through a list. And listen, this isn't just our Celebration Friday. It's also your Celebration Friday. So drop it in the comments what you're celebrating this week. We want to hear it from you. Right, Because the purpose in, in sharing our celebration is to invite you to think about your own celebrations. So my first celebration is just celebrating that we're celebrating 
<laughs> celebrating this community, celebrating the following that we've created through the Say Yes Movement podcast, but also knowing that we're building up to something bigger and yes. getting closer to where we want to be with their speaker series in October. So super excited about that. I'm celebrating the fact that I went through another cleanse day yesterday. It's one of those things that uh, we do as part of the 30 day shred and getting through it. I, I find it's, it's a test in building resilience, mm -hmm. right? And I was thinking about this this morning, when you do your cleanse day, there's things that you got to stay away from the whole day. And I know you had an activity where you went out, you fed the birds through your cleanse day, which was amazing. And, you know, it's hard to not open the fridge, grab something and just shove it in your face. Right. So yesterday was a test in resilience. And I think Ooh. about all the moments where things get really difficult, where you're at a party and there's like this beautiful dessert on the table. And instead of just having a piece, you have a giant piece. But because you're building up that resilience, you're just like, you know what? I'm on the right track. So I'm just going to have a little sliver. Doesn't mean you can't have it. You can still have it, just not have as much as you thought you were going to have originally. So it's right. a resilience and having that awareness this morning was like ooh, building resilience through, through cleansing and detoxification, which is amazing for your body because it helps to build up the good microbes in your, um, uh, the good bacteria inside of your gut, inside of your colon. So yeah, lots to celebrate there and, and just celebrating meeting with people. Yesterday I had a good, I had an opportunity to, friend, to meet with one of our listeners, Gunjin, uh, and have a coffee chat with him yesterday. It was it was pretty cool. You know, it's it's amazing when we're here and we're on, you know, we're streaming live. But it's another to be in person. And this is why I'm oh, so yeah. excited for our speaker event where we're all going to be able to get into the same room together and connect. So I'm really excited. oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. October third, everyone, put that in your calendars. We're going to send out the details very shortly. But we're we've got the finalized date now, which is very, very exciting for us. And I love that resilience, John. And, you know, oftentimes resilience is hardest when we're actually sort of going against a normal behavior or an action. So, you know, that action of going into the, into the, I call it grazing, going into the fridge and just staring at everything that's in there. And by the way, it doesn't matter how many times you open the fridge, it doesn't change. There's no magical gremlins that bring food into your fridge. Well, unless you're not the one that does the grocery shopping in the house. You know, so, <laughs> so don't keep opening the fridge. And, and you're right. I, I, I added in uh, uh, something else that I love. So I have bird feeders in my backyard. I have these, a lot of blue jays that come in. They're very particular about what they eat. So they'll only come if the, if there's peanuts fed to them. And so mm. every time I felt like going to the fridge, I changed it to grab a handful of peanuts for the birds and the peanuts that I have, you wouldn't eat them anyways. Like they're bought specifically for the birds. So it's perfect. I'm not going to eat the peanuts. I'm not going to open the fridge. I'm going to go and feed the birds. And let me tell you, I had bird mayhem at my cottage because of the <sighs> number of times that I would have opened the fridge was the number of times that I actually went out and fed the birds and they were all over the place and it was so fun. And so, you know, find something to replace that behavior with that's going to entertain you, that's going to be fun, that's something you enjoy. You know, just do some push-ups if you want. That might be something fun. Yeah, yeah. no, I, listen, just replacing and, and creating that environment of fun, creating a space of fun, right? So good morning, Lucas. Good morning, Gunjan. Great to have you guys back on the call and listening in. 
Listen, it's, it's, you know, the one thing I want to kind of explore today as we're going through this call is just environment. I think that's so important as we go into our weekend and think about who are we surrounding ourselves with, right? Are we mm. surrounding ourselves and creating, whether it's at work or it's at home, it's personal, it's professional, you know, what kind of environments are you in? And, you know, I, I thought about this. I was actually listening to, to some of the works of Bob Proctor this morning uh, from his program called New Lead the Field. And environment is what makes us, right? Mm. And, you know, I, I look at us, like I look at you and I, Heather, and how environment, how we have thrown ourselves into different environments to become different people. Mm-hmm. The truth is, if we weren't exposed to different things, different ideologies, different ways of being, we probably wouldn't be here today. Right. Right. We would we would be stuck in, you know, what you know, our circle of influence, the people that we know and love the most. Those are the people that would have, you know, the biggest impact on us. But because we've gone out there and we've explored and listen, even Gunjan and I last year, I think it was in November, you know, we were in an environment with 10,000 people or 16,000 people yelling and screaming at the top of our lungs, burning like 2,500 calories, jumping up and down at an event where, you know, the whole environment was just crazy. And, you know, you can't be crazy when everybody is crazy kind of thing. <laughs> so I love that. Right. So environment you know, environment is so important. It's so, it's so critical to growth, right? And if well, you want to take yourself out of it. Yeah. hundred percent, John. And people might be thinking, well, I don't really have control over my environment. You know, the office space is the way it is. I have to go into work. They've actually mandated us to come back to work. And there are things that you can do that will create an environment that allows you to be at your best self. And, you know, let's say you're, you're creating a new exercise routine the environment could be as simple as are are your clothes laid out the night before and mm-hmm. are your shoes at the door you know if if you have to wake up and then make decisions about what am i wearing then that morning when you're also making the decision to change a new habit that's not a great environmental change that you've made for yourself so what can you do to set yourself up for success And what do you have control over? And it can be as simple as, you know, putting those running shoes at the door or making your lunch the night before, which is, you know, we're coming up to school starting for everyone. So, you know, if you're the parent that's doing it first thing in the morning, you're going to feel a little bit of stress on that first day of school. So, you know, that prep beforehand in life is so, so good. But, you know, the other thing that happens is people are like, well, I don't know what the best environment is for me. And, you know, that's where you want to try different types of environments on. So Mm -hmm. people are like, I hear this all the time, John, you hear it too. I don't have time to go outside for a walk. That's not true because (laughs) if I asked you for your scrolling activity or your Netflix activity or, you know, your eating out activity, I can probably find five or 10 minutes in those activities alone that you could dedicate to just going outside. And John, you talked about going outside and grounding, which is going outside, Mm. taking your shoes off, getting your feet onto the earth. And how that can be so uh, energizing. And that's also an environment change that allows you to then see the world through another lens. So if you've got five minutes in between meetings, I know it sounds crazy to go outside of your workplace and do it, especially if you're at the office. But I'll tell you, it's going to change your ability for productivity, creativity, and your just stress levels. It actually lowers 
your heart rate. So, you know, this is why we talk about environment and keeping it in mind as a really good best practice to always be thinking about. Yeah, no, listen, it's, you know, I, I remember going back when, you know, things were getting really stressful, things were getting really tough at work, you know, just based on volume of work coming in and how much we needed to produce and objectives and all these different things. One of the things I made sure to do, especially when the weather was nice, is I would go for walks around the building outside. Mm. And if I wasn't downtown and I was up in Brampton, I would do my walks in and around the building. It took mm -hmm. 10, it did 10 minutes, it took 10 minutes, exactly 10 minutes to do a full lap. And you know what was funny is I that was these... only if the geese weren't chasing you. If the geese were chasing no, you. No, I'm talking about in, inside the building. Inside the oh, building. Inside. There's inside. no geese inside the building. Yes, but you gotta be careful with those geese, man. Those guys are aggressive and they'll chase you. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> not that I ever had a situation, but I've heard of many. Um, but you know, what was interesting. We talk about not having time, right? Like, you know, or, or that's one of the stories that people tell themselves that don't have time to go do this. And, you know, I'd be walking around the building and I would do like a lap, maybe a lap and a half, sometimes even two. And I would see the same person standing in line at Tim Hortons waiting for their coffee, right? Waiting for their coffee while I was doing my laps. So in the time that it took me to do a full lap around the building, they were still waiting on their coffee. Wow. Right. And I'm like, how can you tell me you don't have time? You just stood there for 10 minutes waiting. And how many times, listen, I don't go to Tim Hortons anymore. Nothing against Tim Hortons. I don't believe in waiting in line for coffee. I always pre-order, go pick up and I'm out. Right. Like that's the, the way I like to do it just more efficient. The technology's there. I told everybody just the other day, I'm a tech guy. Let's leverage technology to be efficient, right? Yes. And to stand in line, to wait, like that's where you find, you know, those little pockets of time where you get to do the things you really need to do. Yeah. And finding that time to go for a walk instead of consuming caffeine, don't get me wrong, if you need your caffeine, you need your caffeine. But go for a walk and then grab your coffee or pre-order your coffee, go for a walk. Like there's so many different opportunities for you to do things a little bit differently. And I think as soon as we can step outside of what we do on a day to day, this is where we start to really create a better life for ourselves. Because instead of saying, well, I don't have time, which is a story that a lot of people tell themselves, say, where can I find time? You know, another way to use technology, John, is, you know, gamification. And this is where apps mm. have done a really good job. I know yeah, yeah. my girlfriend, she, you know, has been learning a few different languages over the past few years, and she will not miss her Duolingo time at all. Mm. And no matter what happens, she's like, I got to do my Duolingo. And she'll, she'll step away from a conversation to make sure that that gets done. So it's a habit she's created. I think she's on day 750 or something. <laughs> but, you know, we've been, you know, spending time together. She's like, I'm just going to do my Duolingo. And she goes and does it. So that gamification and that tracking mechanism, but you don't mm. need an app to track it. Although there's lots of good ones to track your habits. You know, you can also just keep a tally for yourself. Are you doing the things that you said that you're going to do? Um, but, you know, technology is great at gamifying those new habits that you want to do. I use a 
app called Habit. It's free. It's easy. And anything that I want to track, I just throw it right in there. And that's a good way to say and have something to celebrate on Celebration Fridays to say, what did I honor what I said I was going to do today? And what's the environment that I want to create for myself? Yeah, no, I love it. And uh, there's a couple of comments. So good morning, Felicia. Good morning, Kevin. Great to have you guys here. Good morning. Um, so Felicia, they also have a bird feeder too. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, occasionally some red breasted. Uh, yeah, we'll some... talk about birds. Yeah. Bird, bird feed, Felicia. The birds. I, I have, I have always tests going on. I have three bird feeders, and I fill them with different bird food. And the most expensive does not get the best birds. Sometimes it's the cheaper stuff. So. Yeah. Well, no. The, the last line is let's talk about feeding the world, right? Like feeding, I love that. Yeah, feeding the world not only with our food, but with our thoughts and our and our good wishes and intentions, right? So it's going to be important. So yes, um, yeah, super excited. Uh, yes, the geese can chase you, especially when they have young ones around. Yeah, if you got to be careful with that, don't go near geese. <laughs> and you know, it's funny because sometimes I'm on the road and I'm riding and this long line of geese will like cross the road. I'm like, why did the geese cross the road? Sounds like a joke, right? I don't know. Like there's got to be something that goes with it. Maybe they were trying to follow the chicken. But that aside, you know, going back to environment listen we 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 can do what we want to do right and it comes down to environment but also focus right so where are you putting your focus are you putting your focus on what's possible or you're putting your focus on the problem and you know we i had a conversation in and around this yesterday you know a lot of times we get stuck on well this is the problem this is the problem this is the problem let's go look for things that don't align with who we want to be in the future and instead you know, we come up with these other alternative solutions that may not fit the bigger vision of ourselves. Exactly. And when we look at a challenge or an issue um, from the perspective of a goal, we find different types of solutions. And this is why it's so important to have your goals, mm -hmm. right? Because your goals really set the beacon in terms of where it is you want to go. It's inputting the direction into the GPS to say, this is where I want to go. And it doesn't mean that there aren't going to be detours, right? Sometimes you're going to be taken off on different paths, but the goal is to ultimately get yourself to where you want to be. And there's so many different ways to get there, ways that you have not even seen or experienced. And sometimes, you know, I was, this was regarding an entrepreneur and as an entrepreneur, you know, Heather, we're going through this now. The entrepreneurial journey is like, like, you know, coming off of corporate into the entrepreneurial world, it's a different ride. It's almost like we're got, we've gotten into different cars and we're like, okay, the foot's down on the gas all the way. And it's like, okay, let's try not to hit anything <laughs> on the way to our goals, right? So, you know, it's a different way of thinking. It's a different way of being. But ultimately, you have to know that beacon. You have to know that destination for yourself so you know where you're going. And creating 100%. and setting up the right environments is what's going to get you there. Yeah, absolutely. So I think the call to action here, John, is you take a list of the environments that you're in currently and the ones that you're in the most of. Mm -hmm. And is there ones that are energetically more powerful for you, meaning that you feel more creative in that space, you feel better when you're in that space? And how can you actually activate the spaces that are maybe less than par 
energy. Is there something that you can do to actually change that? And you can change it with, you know, I have a atomizer that, you know, uh, has, you know, brings, brings humidity into the, into the and nice aromatherapy. I've got, um, you know, different chairs that I use. I've got music that I'll play that's focus music that will help mm. me get into, you know, work mode in a different way if I'm not on meeting. So there are activities that you can do, or you can just eliminate yourself from those spaces. So take an environment inventory of where you're going to be in the next week and where you want to be the most of and what you can do energetically to change the energy of those spaces in that environment. Again, it's as simple as are your shoes at the door if you want to change your exercise? Uh, you know, is is your workspace clean so that you, you you can have new ideas pop in? Just think about all of those things and yeah. make one tweak, just one tweak for the betterment uh, to increase your energy. And that one tweak is what's going to help your environment change, will help your mind change, will help your productivity change, and change everything around you. So that's the call to action, John. Simple. Yeah, no, I, I love it. It's simple. Just, yeah, change one thing. That's it, right? Like, you don't have to go big. You don't have to go crazy. One thing, especially as we go into a long weekend. So just a quick reminder, we will not be here on Monday because it is a long weekend here in Canada uh, for those that are listening abroad. But we will be back on Wednesday. So super excited. And I know you'll be in a different location on Wednesday. So I'm super excited about sharing that with everybody. But um, yes, so so we'll see everybody have everybody wishing everybody an amazing long weekend and uh, just remember when you shift your mindset you shift your life have a great one talk to you all soon take care everybody